I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 162 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, today's guest is a veteran and entrepreneur, and he is dedicated to giving back to our veterans. Jason Jake Jean is a veteran of the Air Force. He is the founder of Tatered Beans Coffee Company, and he is giving back generously to the veteran community. He is also a guy that was smacked in the face with cancer and kept on moving forward. He is an inspiration, a success, and of course, a first-class father as well. So Jason Jean will be here with me in just a minute, so please stick around for the interview. Tomorrow, I'm going to be dedicating the episode to the one-year anniversary of the podcast. I'm going to be telling a few backstories, playing a few clips, and just having some fun. So I hope you'll join me for that. And then Friday, I will have former Navy SEAL and best-selling author Jack Carr here for a special Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood. So lock it in, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Still a lot of great content coming your way this week. And I know that one story out there that has been bothering many parents is this one about the celebrities who were caught paying off colleges to send their kids to school. And for so many families, saving for your kids to go to college takes a lifetime of planning and saving. And it really is a slap in the face to the parents that are out there doing it the right way. And it makes me ask the question, what is the real value of a college education? And is it worth all the debt and the saving to put kids into college? And I would say just from driving Uber on the weekend that 75% of the college kids that I drive around have absolutely no idea what they plan on doing with what they're majoring in. And the kids that I pick up that have recently graduated from college are working in places that have nothing to do with what they went to school to major in. So, I mean, it really doesn't make a lot of sense. Obviously, if you're an athlete and you're going on a free ride, it helps if you plan on turning pro. That makes a lot of sense. I understand that. I think that if you're going in for a very specific goal in mind, like say you want to be a cardiologist or you want to practice a certain type of law, I think that makes a lot of sense. But if you're just going in to have the experience and then see where life takes you, I think you may be better off using the money to invest in yourself and maybe into uh, something that you're passionate about, starting a business around it. And if education is the goal, I'm not sure if there is a book that they're using in college that you can't find online, so you can always educate yourself. But I'll tell you what, I definitely do not know the answer to this, and I'm about five years away from my first son being eligible to go to college, so it's a conversation that I will be involved in and a discussion I will be having for years to come. So let me know what you think. Is a college degree really necessary to succeed in today's marketplace? And if this is a topic that you are interested in joining, uh, find me over on firstclassfatherhood.com. I'm putting out a blog post about this entire issue, so let's have a discussion about it. And right now, I'm going to speak with a first-class father who has found tremendous success in life and in the marketplace. He became a millionaire by the age of 30. Uh, So let's listen to some of his advice. Jason Jake Jean is here next. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and joining me now is a First Class Father. He is an Air Force veteran, an entrepreneur, and owner of Tatered Beans Coffee, which is a veteran-focused coffee company that gives back directly to our veterans. It is an honor for me to say, Jason Jean, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, let's do this. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? 
I've got uh, two daughters. Uh, one is 22 and uh, a recent mother. So I'm a grandfather. And uh, I have a 19-year-old uh, uh, who plays field hockey at Wake Forest University. Wow, congratulations on the grandchild. What other type of uh, sports or activities were the girls into growing up? So my daughter uh, started playing golf uh, when we lived in Key West. And then we moved off the island and came back up north, and they did cheerleading. Uh, we owned a cheerleading gym uh, when we were in Key West. They did some cheerleading. And then uh, she played a little bit of softball uh, in high school. And then my younger youngest daughter did cheerleading, and then uh, she started playing field hockey in, I think it was like fourth grade. And then she uh, became this really good goalie and uh, became uh, was on the USA – uh, U-17, U-19 team, and uh, was an All-American in high school and um, got a scholarship to Wake Forest as a freshman in high school. Awesome. That's incredible. Did you ever um, get involved with coaching the girls, or did you always enjoy it from the sidelines? I, I decided that I was best on the sideline. I just enjoyed watching. Very cool. All right, Jason, please take just a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. So a little bit about me, um, I was in the Air Force, um, wanted to be a lifer, but just ended up having a, a debilitating uh, knee injury, uh, had to um, get an honorably discharged, and then um, was married and ended up uh, going to Penn State, had an entrepreneurial um, experience that I said, heck, I'm going to take that, um, decided to leave college. And 20 plus years later, uh, here I am. Um, I had a cafe that we had a previous coffee company with, and we were really successful in the fundraising portion. Because after I left the military, I just, you know, again, I always had that that feeling that I wanted to be in it or be a part of it. And so, in different businesses, I was able to give back to veterans, whether it was in one of my housing developments and and lowering the price of a lot or maybe a price of a home when we were constructing it. Um, or when it went into the cafes, we had a pay it forward program where people would buy uh, either half of a sandwich or a smoothie. And then uh, we as the company would give the other half and then they would hang these cards on our walls. And then the homeless uh, would come in and they could take a card and then their meal would be paid for. And one thing that we didn't do is we allow we didn't kick them out of the restaurant. We allowed them to eat there. And we just explained to the patrons, you know, our, our process and what we did. And then that would get more people to believe in it and would, you know, continually buy cards. So fast forward, um, in September, I was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, at that point, uh, it was the inability to run the cafes uh, the way they should. So my partner and I ended up closing that down. And then we had our coffee company still there that was still very successful because it's a great coffee. And um, as I was going through uh, some of the cancer stuff, I said, how can we turn this into a positive and what can we do with vets? Um, so Amanda, who is my right-hand person in my company's uh, we sat and brainstormed, and I said, well, why don't we come up with tattered beans? I said, let's look at our coffee cost. Let's look at what we sell a bag for now. 
um, in, as the old brand, and let, let's um, add to that what we can give back to vets, and let's see what the market is doing. So we looked at the market, um, what we would consider coffee competitors. We figured, okay, we can add, you know, this amount to each bag, and we can give that amount directly to the veterans, we can, um, this coffee goes, the cost goes back to the uh, packaging and all that, and we can run the company on a dollar. And so Tattered Beans was started. So on a $12 bag of coffee, uh, $4 of that $12 bag goes back to a vet that's on our website. Yeah, I think it's so awesome what you're doing, Jason. And many of us are skeptical out here because of all the controversy and scandals reported about charities. We never really know where the money goes. And I think that prevents a lot of people from giving. And even myself, when I see people standing on the street claiming to be from an organization or from a charity and they're looking for donations, I always hesitate. And just because I think I would rather go to a homeless guy and give him the dollar direct. This way, I know that he gets the whole dollar and 80% of it isn't going someplace else. So, I mean, do you see this going on? Why does it happen? And does all that stuff and all the negative scandals and stuff like that hurt what you're doing in any way well i've had uh through other businesses um i've used the 501c3 method because we had to because of uh you know the purchase of the building or, or how we ran that particular business like we didn't have a choice and the whole point of running a 501c3 is to basically drain it so that you don't ha- continually run in money into each year, you know, so they have to come up with expenses. So if you're running a $23 million, uh, you know, charity, you know, where's the money going? And, you know, a lot of it goes to the top. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, the people at the bottom where you're supposed to be going, you know, isn't getting it. So when I decided to do this, I said, listen, w- w- there's no reason why we, we, can't be transparent and say, listen, I, I run the, the company on a buck. We make a buck. Um, $4 goes to the vet. The rest goes to the cost of the, the coffee and that because we co, we co-package. Um, you know, there's a lot of great coffee companies out there that roast, um, have a good blend, um, and I support them as veterans also, um, you know, because they're out there trying to feed their family, doing, you know, feeding their employees, and, you know, I commend them, you know, for that. I'm also a lot older than those guys. So, you know, where I'm at in life and business, I have the capability to say, I'm okay. You know, my employees uh, are okay here and we can give this back to the vets and I'm not going to go through any other charities, um, you know, unless it's vetted by us. And from that point, we just cut the check uh, or mostly Venmo. Uh, or something like that, you know, right to, you know, those particular vets on our website. And that's, that's just for me. I mean, I can't, you know, again, I don't, I'm not going to break balls or anything like that on, on any other company, uh, because at the end of the day, you know, I would never want to bash someone and hurt somebody, you know, and uh, feeding their family, because that's, I just, that's not my style. Yeah, I agree. And Jason, thank you for your service before I forget to tell you that. And I just think it's great to see so many men and women that are coming out of the service trying to find ways to not only support themselves and their families, but trying to help other veterans as well. And I always talk about the fatherless problem that's in our country right now. And unfortunately, many kids have no dad because he was killed in action protecting our freedom. And in a country where everybody wants everything to be free, especially college education, um, I think the children who have lost a parent in action should have free college of their choice, hands down. Oh, my God. There's so many. Listen, you can get into so many different aspects of what you just said. And, and my big thing is, is that, 
um, you know, I have no problem breaking the balls of billion dollar companies, but you look at you look at like Gillette for example. You know, they they put out that that huge uh, commercial bashing men and and this and that, and then they get all this flack and they get all this hate mail and all this you know uproar on Twitter and all that. And what's the first thing they go back to? Vets. All of a sudden, now they come out with a commercial. That's the first thing that everyone runs to. Vets. Hell, I help the vets. I do this, and it's like you don't. What are you actually doing? Like, what are you actually doing? You're so full of crap, it's not even funny. And I'm, I'm very passionate about this because I firsthand have seen and fed homeless vets. And for whatever reason they got there, you know, the, the VA's broken. Um, we had properties that we tried to build out into single home, single rooms to be able to house uh, vets. The red tape was just ridiculous. Um, in, even at their regional level. And it's sad. And so for us, and, and I can't, you know, even my own company's broke because there's still a lot of vets that um, will have to try to help in, in some way and because they may not be online or something like that. So we'll be very particular on how we can get money back to those those particular people and whether it's through, um, a homeless shelter or something like that. But what we've decided to do is um, if like these guys look on our website, you know, if people don't know a vet, they can pick a branch because, you know, generally everybody knows somebody in the military. And if they know that branch, they can, they can, when they buy a bag of coffee, they can pick the branch. And then what we do is we take the money from that particular branch at the end of the month and we divvy it up among all the vets on our website that didn't have any sales. And then if they had sales, then we take that money and then we divide it up among some type of charity uh, within that type of military branch that's giving back particularly to, um, you know, something that like the Marines or the Army or whatever. Uh, so that's how we, we separate ours. We just con- we control ours. I mean, there's nobody that's saying that we can do this or that with our, with our funds. All right, Jason, have your kids gotten in there and been hands-on with any aspect of the company or the charitable work that you're doing with the veterans, or do you keep them uh, kind of separate from all that? Um, so, yeah, they definitely have interacted with veterans, um, which has been great. Uh, I, my youngest daughter would periodically, um, when she wasn't in her sport, her field hockey was a year-round sport, so she didn't really have a lot of time with being on USA team and, you know, different things. So she was always traveling. Uh, but my oldest daughter, yes, whenever she was home from college, she would work at the cafes and she would, you know, see firsthand, you know, the, the homeless vets and work with those and um, would help package or, you know, sell the coffee. Okay, it is time for an important word from our sponsors and then back with more from Jason Jean. I'm Alec Lace and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Seat Geek. Taking your kids to the ball game is one of the greatest experiences in all of fatherhood. And now, First Class Fatherhood has partnered with SeatGeek, and you could save $20 off your next ticket purchase by using the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS. Maybe you want to go to a Broadway show, a concert. SeatGeek has the best prices for a wide variety of events. It's a slam dunk deal, dads. Get over to www.seatgeek.com and use the promo code FIRSTCLASS to get $20 off your next ticket purchase. SeatGeek.com. 
All right, and since you have two older girls, I am curious to ask you. My girl is only four years old, but I am already dreading those dating days uh, that are coming down the line. So uh, you've been there. How did you kind of handle things when it came time for your girls to start hitting that dating scene? Oh, I have to admit, my oldest daughter, um, she didn't really date. And we, she had friends, but she, we moved back from Key West to, to Hershey and, um, she dated one kid for maybe like a month. And then all of a sudden she met her now husband, um, back in ninth grade and they've been together ever since. And I tell you, and I say this all the time, you know, uh, Nick to me is like, you know, a godsend to a father because I would always, you know, tell my girls that, you know, you want someone that cherishes the ground that you walk on. And, uh, she found him and he, you know, she's a stay at home mom. He works his butt off, um, in his job as an IT, uh, guy, um, extremely brilliant, loves his family, you know, um, and supports her, uh, because, you know, she's, you know, hey, being an at-home mom, like, that's a job in itself. I mean, there's not many, you know, that's that's a tough job, and there's a lot of guys that, you know, bitch and whine about work, but they could, you know, being at home every day and laundry and cooking and doing all that stuff, like, that's a job in itself. So um, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Now, my youngest one, um, you know, now sports keeps her her busy. Um, She's definitely – she's she's me – you know, so uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but <laughs> she is, she's definitely the female version of me. So um, she'll find she'll find love. But you know, the the good thing about her is she's got such an amazing personality. Um, you know, like I always enjoyed when I walked into a room, like I would just talk to anybody. I didn't care who you are. And even even today, like I'll go into the gym, and that's part of my my mantra now with cancer is. Every single day when I go to the gym, I, I literally just walk up to a random person. And I'm like, hi, I'm Jason. I have cancer. And every day I want to meet somebody new. So tell me your story. And they're like, wow, you know, uh, because everyone's so used to just like we everyone ignores everybody now, you know, and I'm just taking a different approach. Like I want to I want to get to know people. So when I walk into the gym, I'm like, oh, hey, Bob, hey, you know, Evan, how's this? Or, you know, so instead of just walking in with your head down and and not making friends i've just decided to do something a little different and my youngest daughter has that same personality like she just walks in a room and you know she can just laugh and you know and just fit right in yeah that is definitely an important quality to have today because of all the technology the communication skills have really uh broken down out there i see it every weekend when i drive uber these young guys and girls are just sitting next to each other and they're texting and tweeting and snapchatting one another while you know they're sitting right there next to each other so it really boggles my mind Yes. Is that crazy or what? It is. It is wild, and I'm trying to keep up with all of it because uh, it isn't going away, let's face it. And my oldest son is about to be a teenager next month here, so we're just about to be in the thick of it. Yeah, and girls are different than boys. So different. So I was glad that I had two girls. Um, Everyone, you know, always would ask my wife and I, like, oh, why didn't you try for a boy? And they're like, well, it's not just that easy, (laughs) you know. So, um, So, you know, I was happy. I, I mean, my dad wasn't um, extremely hard on me. He pushed me, um, you know, with sports and stuff like that. And I went to college, you know, and played football. Um, but, you know, the the big thing is, is I didn't want 
to have to have a boy who then had to feel like they had to live up to anything athletically that I had done. Um, and then I ended up having a girl who ended up, you know, even, you know, being as good as she was, it was so crazy, you know, um, it's sort of funny. Yeah, I love it, Jason. And even though there has been billions of dads on the planet here, fatherhood can't truly be explained to anybody. It really has to be experienced to be appreciated. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me now that my kids are older, um, I mean, you know, there's a lot of parenting books out there and they're all, you know, full of crap um, because unfortunately what you read, you know, isn't your day to day. Everyone's, um, you know, life is different comparative to everyone. And, you know, I made some, you know, awesome strides as, as a parent and I made mistakes as a parent. And I remember, um, you know, just last year uh, sitting down with both my kids now that they're old enough to understand. And I said, you know, listen, I have to own my shit. You know, I did some, you know, I did some things as a parent that, you know, maybe screamed at you or, you know, wasn't there or, um, you know, I just, I need to own it and I apologize. And, you know, hopefully at some point in time that, you know, as you guys get older and you have your aha moment, because we all did with our parents, uh, mine came at 22 with my dad and, uh, you know, and, and after that we, you know, we cried it out and, you know, and they said, no, dad, you know, like, listen, we, you know, you provided for the family and that required you to, you know, be away on, you know, different jobs and stuff for, you know, some time. But one thing that I always made sure of that I never missed any of their stuff. And in the 22 years, I missed two things. I missed a, a, a recital, a school recital, and I missed a field hockey tournament um, in those 22 years of fatherhood. Wow, that's awesome, Jason. Incredible record there. It is important to be there for as much as possible as a dad. Um, all right, you've had some tremendous success. Uh, you've had a run with cancer. You've given back so much to the veteran community. What's next for Jason Gene? What kind of uh, goals or, or, or what kind of plans do you have that you're working on for the future? You know, I think now, um, you know, because, uh, you know, the, the C word did, you know, hit me square in the face. Um, I think it's more about leaving a legacy. Uh, making sure that, um, you know, when my time comes that uh, the family's taken care of, I want to leave companies um, to where I have core people around me that um, get the company um, so that they can provide for their families. Um, I think that's where I'm at in my stage of life. Again, I've been, I've been lucky enough uh, to where I'm at. Listen, I, I, you know, I've, you know, financially and business-wise, I've taken it on the chin a couple of times. I've been bankrupt twice um, because I self-invest in all my stuff. So when I take a loss, I take the loss. And, um, you know, so there's a couple of times where I don't necessarily know if my college education would have taught me any different um, comparative to, you know, not knowing it. But, you know, you, you try circling yourself with the right people. And unfortunately, I had, you know, two attorneys that gave me bad information twice that, you know, I couldn't, you know, I needed to protect myself. And, uh, you know, that taught my wife and I a lot, um, you know, growing up. And I remember as my kids got older, um, you know, talking to them about that, you know, and saying, listen, you know, you can try to, um, you know, prepare for the rainy day. Cause my, my wife is, I'm the dreamer. My wife is my foundation. Um, and, you know, so we would always try to be prepared, but no one prepares you, you know, when something catastrophic like that happens. 
Um, but the one thing I've always appreciated, especially with my wife and my kids, is that no matter what, you know, I was able to dust myself off and start anew, and I was loved as much as I was, you know, before uh, something like that as I was after. I was still their dad. I was still her husband. Um, they were still proud of me for trying. Um, you know, they never gave up faith that I wouldn't, you know, start something new. And, you know, um, because, you know, when you get knocked down, you know, that's a learning experience. Um, you learn, you know, not to do that again. So, yeah, it's that's that's probably what I'm looking for is to, to, to leave people with something that I'm proud of. Very well said, and I'm going to include a link for Tainted Beans Coffee in the description of this podcast episode so my listeners can just tap the link, get over there, find out more about it. Last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Jason, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Don't miss stuff. Um, the job will be there the next day. Um, that... And this is probably the most important. And, and I hear so many of these um, so-called influencers or, you know, you got to, you know, 24-7 and, you know, and, and you know, you got to do this. And, you know, unfortunately, um, you're not going to, you know, you can't get back a birthday. You can't get back certain things in life. And um, the cell phones have made us into that 24-7. To whereas, you know, what we do is it, it, at a certain time, like, yeah, we're done. That's it. You know, um, I might, you know, text um, an employee or something like that, or I might get a text, you know, later at night, but we're not, you know, full on doing business. Like we have our, our times. Um, I even like with my cafes, I made those operate, you know, from this time to this time so that people wouldn't miss things after school so they could get to their kids' sports you know, and stuff like that. To me, that was always more important than, you know, the extra, you know, $200 we might make that day. Awesome. Well said. I love the advice. This has been an honor for me. You are a first-class father, and I have to say, Jason, Gene, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first-class fatherhood. No, thank you. I just, I appreciate, you know, being on such a, a great show. Okay, I'm back with some closing thoughts in just a second here. To wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood, I got to give a special thank you once again to Jason Jake Gene for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love reading your feedback. And then lock it in. Tomorrow we're going to have a lot of fun here. We are celebrating the one-year anniversary of the podcast. Many of you guys have been loyal since the beginning, and I really appreciate all your support. Tomorrow we'll pay that back a little bit and have some fun. Friday we're going to close it out with another Frogman Friday edition of the podcast here. First class father and former Navy SEAL Jack Carr will be joining me here. And you do not want to miss out next week, guys. Lock it in. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have the star of Little People, Big World, Matt Roloff. We're going to have the star of Nick's Wild Ride, Nick Hoffman. So it's going to be an exciting week. Please tell every father in your contact list or in your neighborhood about the podcast here. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.
truth and tears, as tall as the trees, and it's all feeling 